Blog Talk Radio. Hello? You called me. Not going to talk? Don't call. Hello. I can hear you are there, so apparently you're going to just ring up a phone bill calling me to breathe from the no, Bronx, New York. No, what we're trying to get our Bronx to Block Talk Radio, and I'm getting your number, and I don't know why. I'm trying oh. to get on radio oh. right now. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, sir. Yeah, I'm calling Hello? Blog Talk Radio. It's calling your phone, and I don't know why. We're on Blog Talk Radio talking about the immigration problem, and they're calling this phone. Um, um, I am a guest in an hour on Blog Talk. Yeah. Well, that's, I'm, I'm the host, Luther Mays, and this happened oh, before. Oh, hi, Luther. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I'm not going to I thought you were the guest, but probably live right now. I don't know what's oh, going on, but we're really, great. Yeah. Um, the okay, they told, nine, they told me nine. They told me at nine. Right, and it's five after nine, 
and Ruben's not on, and this has happened before, but I, I just called you. If I, I don't know if we're live or not. Uh, we could be. <laughs> well, yeah, why don't, don't you, um, uh, do you want to give me, because um, Ruben had said, or Cisco had said, 9 Central, Central Standard Time, which would be in one hour. Well, Eastern time is supposed to be saying it's, it's um, he said nine central. Really? Yep. Let me, look. Let me um, if we're live, hello, folks. This is what live radio is like. <laughs> Let me, uh, hi, Luther. I thought you were one of those heavy breathers that like to call me. Uh, well, you might be a heavy breather, but you're a friend, heavy breather. There you go. How's that? Hello? 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 Hi, how are you? Very good, how are you? Finally. <laughs> <laughs> 
going on a, 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 on a rant, but welcome. Well, I am so sorry, gentlemen. Hello, 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 Cisco and Luther. Um, apparently, one of us got the time confused, and I apologize if I uh, misunderstood. Oh, it did. Oh. Luther did call me, and uh, poor Luther, it said, it said Bronx, New York, and nobody said anything. So I said, well, you called me if you're not going to talk. Well, then. <laughs> and I hung up. <laughs> poor Luther. So he called back, and I said, uh, you know, if you want to ring up a phone bill calling me and breathing, that's okay. And here it was poor Luther. I felt so bad. Is he with us now? Yeah, I'm here now. Hello, Luther. <laughs> well, you know what? I haven't had a heavy breather call me in a long time, Luther. Thank you. <laughs> I was in the kitchen, actually. I walked back out the second time. <laughs> I thought... I thought it was a liberal fuck charge when I thought, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I would like to thank both of you for having me as your guest on the program this evening. Thank you very much. And I do apologize that this time thing got. We'll do tonight and we'll do another night. How's that? Well, I don't hear uh, Cisco. Where's he at? He is in the background, and he's very, very hard to hear. I can hear you. Can you hear him? I can't hear him. Yes, I can hear him. All right. So, really? so I'll just, you know what? I'll just, I'm going to call. I'll, I'll just you, call both you stay of on the line. You stay on the line. I'll call back. Let's, let's, let's go. Let's move on with this. I'll call back. Stay on the line. Um, well, back in 2005, um, I was approached by another gentleman in southern Minnesota that was fighting illegal immigration and wanted. Hello. And hello. <laughs> and he wanted to. Um, really bad connection now, Luther. He wanted to expand his group, and I had met with him and. Originally, I thought, okay, you know, I'll do that, and in a couple of days, we just decided to start our own group, and then we just, after a couple more days, it was, you know, this is just nationwide, and we just jumped in with both feet, so I am the president and founder of Minnesotans Seeking Immigration Reform, and holding rallies the whole nine yards. In 2009, I started a radio program known as the Ruthie Report. Um, you know, and, and this is what I do. I fight day and night to get, to educate, activate, and motivate citizens to get aware of what is transpiring within illegal immigration, which is just so vast. And, you know, it, the sad thing is, gentlemen, is that it seems 
that we are in worse shape today on this issue than we were when I started in 2005. Are you taking calls, or do you just want somebody to call back later? Um, I can no longer hear. Uh, Who's that? Is this you, uh, Cisco, out here? I called in because you have a show, so I'm interested in the topic. Okay, well, we're having, we're having blog difficulties because the liberals are playing with us right now. <laughs> oh, I don't, okay. and I do not hear uh, Cisco. My name is Luther Mays. Cesar, yes. When I ask you a question, go ahead. Um, yeah, well, I wanted to find out about the immigration reform. I guess Rufi is your guest, and I wanted to know what kind of impact that you've made in Minnesota to stop the influx of uh, illegal immigrants into your state. What, what have we done? Yeah. Not a whole hell of a lot, to be totally honest with you. The state of Minnesota has approximately 70,000 illegal aliens, and we continue to fight, but the bottom line is we're holding our own. Minnesota is a more blue than red state. Um, we are holding our own, but we're we're not getting the job done. We're not getting it done in Minnesota, and we're not getting it done nationwide. So until we get organized and united and we take a, an approach together, we the people, the citizens of the United States of America, and hold our congressmen and women responsible for the actions, it is going to be an uphill battle. We have... Yeah. Um, yeah. We have stopped some things in Minnesota, you know, you know, driver's license are always an issue, and that's always being brought up. But you know, we also have in Minnesota the Somali population, so we kind of have a um, double whammy here. Right. Who? Oh, okay, I have another question. Then, who have you been talking to in order to try to stem the uh, the invasion? Well, when I first started, we tried to go up to our city, you know, up to our government people, and we tried to check out things like their funding, and we tried this and we tried that, and we talked to our our congressmen and women, our state representatives, so we're blue in the face, and, you know, we've had rallies. We've done the same thing most other states have done. You have taken petitions. We've had marches. We've had well, mailings, mm-hmm. you know. It, Do you want some it, advice? Because uh, I'm going to have to go off uh, go off the air in a couple of minutes. Talking to your governor, talking to your state senators and congressmen, et cetera, it's going to do nothing. The cancer is in the federal government. And unless you can actually make the federal government, the congressmen and senators, uh, listen to you, nothing is going to be done. They don't want to stem the, crowd, uh, stem the invasion. And that's exactly what illegal immigration is. It's an invasion of the United States by people who don't want to assimilate, don't care about our culture. And a lot of them have been bombed by the United States and by Britain and by uh, France, and they have a grudge. When they come over here, not not only do they not assimilate, they don't want to assimilate, and they want to uh, wreak revenge, uh, revenge on America, especially the Syrians. So unless you actually have the federal government in your pocket, you're, you're, at least you're honest about the fact that you haven't done anything. You're not going to do anything. They are the cancer. They are the cause. Whoever you talk to locally or at a state level is going to do squat. So that's my uh, that's my advice before I go. Don't mean to be a downer, but 
the cancer is in Washington. It's not in Minnesota. The Washington people, either because you have something on them or because um, you can actually influence the elections. Otherwise, they'll they'll do a song and dance all night long, give you reassurances, and lie to your face. Do you not agree with me? Or if you don't, well, you know, that's okay. To a certain point, yes. I totally agree agree with with you, you. but let me tell you something. I will tell you this, vote record in 2018, but I will tell everybody that's listening here. In 2020, if we don't start handpicking, we the people, start handpicking our own people and start donating money, we're never going to stop this. You're absolutely right. But people don't seem to be listening. I've been saying this for a year and a half. I went on a YouTube video today and said it again. Again, and doesn't again, matter. And again, and again. It doesn't matter unless you are getting the um, the hearts and minds of people, and and just by telling people the truth isn't going to do that. Half the people in the United States are Democrats; the other half are Republicans. So they're both in the same boat, thinking America. Until you wake up the uh, the people themselves, then the people in Congress are continuing to to get the um, the money from the lobbyists and the donors. And none of us, we don't matter. But you have to focus on Congress. Either you have something on them so that you can say, I am going to expose you. I'm not talking about blackmail. I'm talking if you find something on them and you expose them. Or you're a billionaire. If you're not a billionaire, then you have to find somebody who is or expose the people in Congress. Otherwise, we're going down the tubes because all of America is brainwashed. We've been brainwashed ever since we've attended kindergarten, first grade. The right, liberals we're have, all dumb. They got everybody dumbed down. You got that everybody right. Everybody dumbed down. That's what I say all the time. But what I'm trying to explain to you here is mm-hmm. we the people, we need to donate for our own people and put them in office. Oh, I They're agree not going to help us. Look, I, that's the only way we'll yeah. ever change this. But my problem is, is that don't everybody got a piggy bank with five dollars in it? And there are hundred million of us. Okay, if you, um, it doesn't matter. They do, but people donate to um, Kardashians. They don't donate to <laughs> to people of political causes. Okay, because political causes aren't sexy until an immigrant lands next door to them <clears throat> and starts messing up the neighborhood, and even then. Even in Germany, you know, you know, I mean, people don't people don't care. You can take a look at Germany. You can take a look at France. Half of Germany wants to leave Germany because of the immigrants over there. I don't know what the percentage well, I got is. One, I got a German right here that's a Republican that came from Germany. And so he's, he's telling you about that. it, right? Yeah, he's telling me that he's up for guns. Yeah, yeah. So you know what? He's welcome to come in here. You know, yeah. we need to evaluate who we're letting in here. Like you said, we're letting you hit it right on the head. You said we're letting people in here that hate us. Well, that's this yeah. is part of the this is part of fading us out and get rid of our republic. Well, well, my little yeah. uh, you're yeah. right. My little plan is not really a plan, but it's my little objective is that. I'm not a Republican. I'm a Libertarian. But this particular midterm election, I mean, I'm going to concede and vote for Republicans in order to get them in there right. because if the Democrats get in, 
I've always said, you know, don't, don't vote for the lesser of two evils. But this time, Mephistopheles well, is twice as evil as Satan. So I'm, I'm willing well, to put Satan in there. i got to go. But let me say this before I go. I'm willing to put Satan in there in the form of Republicans, but I'm going to work to get them out two years within the two years after they're voted in. Because the only reason they're well, doing anything now li- is because of Trump. Well, let's get the libertarian movement in, because that's actually what I am, too. Good. I'm uh, on America first. All right, I've no, had no, messages from Rand Paul. I've had messages from Rand no, Paul. Uh, he uh, told me to watch out for campaign finance laws over three years ago. What's the next thing they do? They go after Trump for it. Yeah. Okay. Right. He was warning me, you know. Uh, but okay, I'll yeah, tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to hang on. I have to. I'm, I'm finishing up cooking, so I have to go finish cooking. But I'll be back. If you don't mind, you can put me on mute. Yeah, stay on the line if you want. If we, yeah, if I we won't. get changed, it's not our fault. They're playing with us in our system here. All right. Well, I want to get back to the host, and we'll talk to you if you come back on. Are you still there? Yes, I am. I'm here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I can hear barely hear Cisco in the background. I cannot hear him at all. Okay, just a moment. Um, Go ahead, Cisco. So, what is your take on the, the whole situation now with these Central Americans coming from uh, different parts of Central America, Honduras, this illegal invasion caravan? What is your take on it? Okay, what he asked was, for those that cannot hear, what is my take on the caravan that is coming from Central America Um, the illegal invasion heading this way. Um, This is just sanity. It is lawlessness. It is hordes. It is people who live in countries, and if you look at the pictures of them, look at the pictures of them marching. These are individuals who waving their a foreign flag on their way here, the flag of their country, their beloved Honduras, who would rather flee their beloved homeland and invade the United States than stand up and fight for their own country. That is the message to the people, to the citizens of the United States of America. Do not be those guys. Stand up and fight for your country. Because if we do not, we are going to be a third world country. If we do not start addressing illegal immigration, enforcing our wall. Build the wall already. Stop these caravans. If this is never ending, then where do we end up? Well, they're not immigrants. They're refugees. They're not all refugees. And I, I, I refuse, refuse this political asylum gaming that they are playing. Over 80, 85%, 90% of them that are coming here right now will not qualify. Just because you do not like your homeland, just because your government is inept, just because their hands are in their pockets of the criminals, the cartels, and the gangs, and the government, and them themselves refuse to take control of their country does not mean that the United States has to be responsible. Think of it this way. If caravan after caravan is allowed to come into this country, they don't 
qualify for asylum, but now they're in the country and in the landscape, hiding in the shadows, as we have heard, and we allow this to continue, how long before the, the population of the United States of America is overwhelmed? The educational level is low. There is not enough jobs for everybody. Crime, gangs, cartels soar in the country. Well, golly gee, didn't I just kind of describe to you Central America? Yes. We've got to stop this. National security is a whole other issue within this. You know, there is, I could talk for hours on what damage this will do to the United States of America if we become an open borders system. We cannot allow it to happen. We've already got another caravan, 2,000 strong, entering Guatemala, right behind the one that's coming now. You know, so if your first step into a country that you are fleeing your beloved homeland because you're too damn lazy to stand up and fight for it, if the first step into the country that you want to go to now is lawless, what are the chances that we are going to be a lawful nation? We're not. We've got to stop the insanity. We've got to stop the lawlessness. We've got to stop illegal immigration. We have to build the wall, enforce our immigration laws, and have a merit-based system. Period. Why don't we put the National Guard on the border and use them? Well, we are. We do have the National Guard. Actually, we have about 2,100 right now still on the border, and President Trump is sending another 800, which is good, but it's not good. It's good that he's no, sending enough. them. It's good that well, it's it, it's good that he's sending them, and it, 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 you're right, it's not enough. But they are in a support role. If you really want to do this, and you really want to do it, and they're going to beat Trump to death with the military thing, fine. Then take all of the states along the southern border that will help us out, get their people out there, put the National Guard in their back door as support because we've already got them, and then get customs and border protection down there ready to do business. That's what Customs and Border Protection does. They're supposed to be protecting our border. Get DHS, somebody to head DHS that's going to pull her head out of her ass and do her job and protect this country. Put Customs and Border down there, get the National Guard behind them, and stop the caravan. Stop it. Donald Trump needs to call a national emergency and send all... Um, all the uh, National Guard from all the states down there, half of them from now, every state. Now, back, right off. Uh, back in, uh, I can't remember the exact year, there was a situation when President Reagan was president, and he just about did shut the entire southern border down, and he did use Customs and Border Protection. So what, what President Trump is going to do, I do not know. He's got way too many liberal pretend Republicans talking in his ear telling him that he cannot do this, that he cannot put the military on the border, and he's got we the people demanding it. Well, we voted him in. Why don't he put in an executive order 
to move the troops to the border. He's got the power. Uh, Cisco is trying to say something. Yes, Cisco? This is Pianchi. This is not Cisco. How you doing? Good. How are you? You know, the... Is either the U.S. military or the militia need to protect that border. And the reason why he had to resort to the military because those backward states that are on the border have already proclaimed that they're not going to expand their uh, National Guard, state National Guard, toward protecting the border. Uh, you had some cities along the border said that any contractor that participated and bid and worked on putting up the wall, they will be barred from future city contract. So yeah, you have California, yeah. Uh-huh. You have a lot of astronine, backwards thinking, crazy people. And uh, the reason why he, the reason why he's using the military and they are assisting because they should stop them on the Mexican side of the border and not let them even get into the United States. See, now, there, is, there, sir, I don't know who that is talking, but you it's know Bianchi. what, I was thinking about that. You know, this isn't, I was trying to think, if I was president right now and getting my chops busted no matter which way my ass was turning, I thought, you know, with that new trade agreement, Mexico promising to help us, if Mexico would stop them, like, say, five miles from the border, and then we could put our customs in border protection, the problem is if they get one foot, one foot, on U.S. soil, they get to play the asylum game. So it's going to come down to either we figure out a way of not allowing them to put one foot on U.S. soil, or we put up tents like Sheriff Joe Apio used to do and let them live there until their asylum claims can be declined, denied, and deported. Well, absolutely right. Uh, just because you live in poverty is not a reason to leave your country and seek a uh, refugee and asylum in another country. You got a government, get your government in order. And those three countries, El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras, are a member of the Organization of American States, which consists of 28 countries in total. You mean to tell me out of those other 25 countries, they cannot solve these problems? Do you, do, you under, do you know the hundreds of millions of dollars that the United States sends to these governments? It's not my responsibility if they're not applying that aid in the right direction. So this is a bunch it's, of bull crap. Uh, well, it's about 500 million. It's 500 million between the three states that we are sending aid to. And apparently the monies that we have been sending have failed. I want to know why it is that we're trying to help uh, hello. try to help educate and set up programs in El Salvador, Honduras, and Guatemala and fight crime, but we're not spending those monies in our own country. You are absolutely educate. right. Well, let me answer Pianchi's point. Okay, hey, hey Pianchi, how you doing? Pretty good. The reason why the countries aren't doing what we want them to do, or maybe even they are, is because, as you know, Pianke, our government, and as um, Luther knows, and as Ruthie knows, our government is corrupt, and the other countries and the rest of the world are even more corrupt. So the more aid we give them, 
It's not to help their people. It's to help the people in, in charge of the government, um, the dictators, so that our uh, contractors can go over there and make money off of their soil. It's not helping them. Our human aid is not to help the people. Clearly, because it, it, it's a disaster. It has failed. It has failed. You know, and, and, and they, they ask, you know, well, why are they coming here? Well, the number one reasons are no education, crime, violence, cartels, gangs. In Guatemala, you know, of course, they blame the Civil War over there, but all of that is heading here. And if they get here and they come into the United States, what does that change? Not a thing. Not a thing. Well, look, as I said before Pianchi got here, okay, Mm -hmm. the reason that people are coming here, as you're talking about Ruthie right now, and Luther may may agree with me, as I mentioned the Syrians, they're the people who have – they can't control the people, the the dictators in their own country. So they've come over here under the the motivation – uh, by our government to compel them to come over here to use to take advantage of welfare. But the thing is, when they come over here, they're going to have a big, big chip on the shoulder because we're the ones that bombed them out of existence, along with the Germans That's or the right. French and the English. We are they creating our own self-destruction. I think you guys will agree. Well, yeah, yeah that was that was in wartime. But, you know, I have went and done some research on these three what they call Northern Triangle Company countries, mm-hmm. and I go to YouTube and I pull up Christmas malls. Every country has a mall that's better than anything I've seen in the United States. <laughs> they have high school activities, parades. They have aqua parks. They have tourist spots. They have drones flying over the city showing how elegant of things are. So if you got this element of people in their society that's doing well, it's their responsibility to look at those that's not doing well. Isn't that what we are required to do in the United States with charitable gifts? Come on now, this is a bunch of bull crap. Oh, you're absolutely well, right. They're taking, they're taking our money and dumping them off on us. Of course. That's the whole that's the whole plan of using the UN as the front man. It's the plan of the people who control the world. Now, if you want to hear a good conspiracy theory, the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and then some of the other ones whose names I don't know, they've owned the world for a long, long time. They want control of it, and this is how they're doing it. Our poor is like middle class in those countries. And you know one thing that I don't understand, black America, where you have about 24% of the black population living under poverty, and they're not bitching about this? Where is Maxine Waters and and, and and John Lewis and I mean it's just it's just ridiculous. It's totally yeah, ridiculous, and, Joe. I know because they're corrupt. They don't care. They haven't cared for over fifty years since Kennedy died, even before Kennedy came in there. The history of the Federal Reserve. People know about that. They know that's at least from nineteen thirteen on. The 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 government hasn't cared about the people. And if you take a look at the history of FDR. There was a woman who wrote a book. She went over to Russia and got the archives from Russia from back in the 1930s and 40s, compared them with the declassified documents written here in America around that time, and found that FDR's administration was ridden with communist spies and communist sympathizers, all in agreement with Stalin. All of this is a communist plan, and the communists 
in my opinion, are nothing more than the front men for the Rothschilds. Uh, Cisco is trying to ask a question. I I can barely hear him. Go ahead, Cisco. Cisco? I can hear him. I'm going to have him just type it out because it's not working. Well, we've got to take our own country back and and get rid of the world order, the world order here, you know. Oh, let me ask. Oh, let me, I, I told this to you, Luther, a few minutes ago, and Ruthie. Let me ask Bianchi. I want to ask Bianchi. My plan is, as you know, I'm a libertarian, and I don't like to vote for the lesser of two evils. But my particular objective is to vote Republican this time for the midterm elections. Make sure the Republicans That's keep right. control of the House and Senate, in order to make the Democrats stay in their place so they don't impeach Trump, and then after the right. Republicans are in, get them the f out. That's by donating. The people, we the people, got to donate. The establishment's not going to help us. True, we very have to true. Donate to yeah. pick our own people to put up against these rhinos and remove them. If we the people don't donate, we're history. Well, where's your organization so that they can do that? Well, that's what we got to do. We got to get together and figure this out. Oh. Well, and, and and if you think about it, sit back and think of those that are having their minds warped that we should have open borders and that we're all going to hold hands and sing kumbaya, they are the ones that are going to be primarily devastated first. They are the ones that are out there. You know, the poor soul that needed a hand up and is getting government aid now, or the person that has made a life career out of living off the government. Well, when the money runs out, where are those people going to be? Lost. Yeah, lost and not only lost. And why we can't get them. You know, why do we have criminal, illegal alien gangs living in subsidized housing projects and nothing is done? And then we have the American citizens that are forced to live there because they can't afford to go anywhere else, whining and climbing and complaining about the violence and the crime in their subdivisions. What? Hello, you know, those are the people that are standing out there saying, oh, golly gee, but they're they're just so nice. Oh, let's let everybody in. And then there are the ones that turn around the next day and bitch and complain and whine because they haven't thought it through and figured out that an open borders process is going to hurt them. Um, The answer I already gave is that they're brainwashed. The, the, the by, the, by the fake news. By the fake news, yeah, they're brainwashed. Right. Did you hear that Great Britain will no longer today announce that they will no longer allow the use of the term fake news? Do you believe it? Yeah, I read that. Yeah. Sometimes I think Britain back in the day was a Roman Empire. But here's the thing these people coming out of the South of Central America is using the excuse of violence and gang recruitment, and they got to leave. Well, hell, if that's the case, all blacks in Chicago should have left a long time ago and headed to another country using that same premise. Those in North St. Louis, too. That's a bunch of bull crap. The rule is if you go to the adjacent country border and you ask permission to come in, but they just passing right through. Oh, you're right. 
by the UN uh, proclamation, who at any time there's a bunch of refugees who are going, who are leaving their country, the first country that they enter, that country has to accept them. But look what's happening now with the caravan. They went through Guatemala. They went through Mexico. They're going to end up on a southern border, and, and Trump is going to have to shoot them, which is going to cause an international incident. Okay, Cisco, uh, go ahead and ask your question. Cisco? He, he's trying to correspond with me, and he said he can hear all of us, but apparently we're just not hearing him. Right. I'm sorry, Cisco, I cannot hear you. They're listening to well, us again. And, and, you must uh, be making um, some noise. The only, uh, uh, don't I, I wish. I would change, the only thing I would change <laughs> yeah, there is that I refuse to call them refugees. They are not refugees. They are people with full premeditation that got together and in their Levi jeans and their fancy backpacks and three-fourths of yeah, a I noticed that too. <laughs> all healthy as hell, deciding that they are going to come to the United States, they are going to spit on our laws, they are going to enter at will, and we are supposed to just sit down, shut up, and take it. And I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it. It's sooner or later what's going to happen here is if our government who had kicked this can down the road for decade after decade after Reagan gave yet another amnesty. We've had seven amnesties since then that people don't even know about. They keep kicking it down the road. Sooner or later, the American citizenry is going to say, bullshit, we've had enough, and we are going to go to the border. And then it is That's going to right. be really bad. That's I think right. we should go so to the border now. Our president needs to have an executive order to put the National Guard on that border before we have an incident. Because if we don't and do it, we're we going to have an incident. We can't stop them from arriving at our border. When they do, have you seen the video of them crashing the gates over in Guatemala? In, in Mexico, too, they did. You and go. you're right, these yeah. people ain't starving. Some of these women is fat. They showing mm-hmm. tons and tons of cleavage, so you saying they starving? Well, we know you know, another, we another issue is what parent, what parent, if you were a responsible parent, would drag your kids on that trip with God only knows who, when you know full well all of the dangers, you know you're going to pay coyotes. You know all about the rape trees and the drug cartels and the human smugglers and the sex traffickers and everybody else that might be falling in with this pack, the previously deported sexual deviants, and you bring your child. How irresponsible. That, parental rights should be taken Those away. are the responsible ones. They have those in Central America who take their kids and make them join the caravans without any kind of parental or family oversight. Yep. Any, uh, no, there should not be a child in this at all. Um, Cisco said that George Soros is the one that is behind these caravans, that the Democrats are behind these midterm election plot to stir chaos. And I agree with him 100%. This, if you think that this caravan 
it just happened 14 days prior to midterms in this country. You've got to put the Kool-Aid down, for Christ's sake. This was planned, and yes, Glenn Beck does have a uh, three-and-a-half-minute video over on The Blaze where he proves that George Soros is behind this. The guy that got arrested it for um, speaking out and said self-proclaimed that he started this caravan was arrested and deported is actually on Soros' payroll. So, but again, we know who the players are. We know who's got the buck. We know all of this. We're almost preaching to the choir because we know it. What we need to do is step up. I disagree a little bit with the gentleman caller because I do think you have to work at a state level as well. But, yes, we have to get the federal government to stop kicking the can down the road Start paying attention and representing we, the people, the ones that put them in office, instead of the cheap labor and the votes and the power and the games and the money in the pockets and the cartels getting bought off and everything else. We've got to once and for all stop this nonsense and get a grip, get a handle on the situation. And if we don't do it with President Trump, gentlemen, if we can't get something done while he's president, I don't think we're ever going to get it done. Well, true words have never been spoken. Um, Trump is the only thing between us, the people, and the complete onslaught of the new world order. He's the only thing. It's not the we, the people. That's for damn sure. Because we, the people, are a bunch of brainwashed sheep. That's so, right. So he's the only one, and it's amazing how much he's accomplished having entered office without any type of political affiliation, without anybody uh, owing him favors, and without him being a complete dictator. There hasn't been a president like him since, uh, take your pick, either Washington or Lincoln. Well, Reagan gave it a shot. Reagan wasn't. People don't know the other side of Reagan. Reagan was also a... um, uh, somebody who believed in world domination. Don't forget the Iran-Contra uh, scandal. When Reagan well, was in Hollywood, they called him a communist in the 50s. Mm, no, would they? No, I'm just united. saying what I know. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. We're going to get united. We're going to get organized. We're going to support President Trump. Make sure our voices are heard so that we do not have more Americans that are victims at the hands of somebody who shouldn't be, that the American taxpayer is not paying out the freaking nose for helping everybody else in some other country rather than helping our own poor and our veterans and everyone else. We are either going to stand up and make that decision or we are going to lose this country. That's the way it is. Well, I don't understand why the president is not uh, giving a congressional order to stop this. Um, Um, I'm supposed to say um, that we have 80 seconds left in this episode, so I'm supposed to say my uh, um, closing words. And I do apologize again, gentlemen, for the confusion on the Eastern and Standard Time. Um, 
call me again and we'll we'll rearrange this when everybody can be on and we're all set to go at the same time and um go to the ruthyreport.com the ruthie r u t h i e report.com and you can find all my links and everything right there and i thank you very much take care take care yeah joe i just want to know if you're still there have I haven't talked to you for a while, so I want to say goodbye until next time. <laughs> all right. Thank you, gentlemen. So, okay, bye, all. God bless.